Hey guys, the boys are back. Chewing the fat is back and what an episode we have today. We sit down with one of our good friends, Nick Murphy, and boy oh boy does he have some stories to tell. So sit back, get those ear holes ready for some absolute nonsense, and be sure to crack a cold, cold can. Now roll the gears. Welcome to another installment of Chewing the Fat, a show about chatting absolute nonsense over a couple of cold, cold cans. I'm your host, the two-time flag-winning, poor man's graphic artist and self-proclaimed rock and roller, Jack O'Clark, and I'm joined by my loyal co-host and best mate, the pride of the pingers, the doll-collecting, mullet-wearing, frothy-drinking, and now goatee-sporting, Jimbo O'Brien. How are you, mate? <laughs> Good, mate. How have you been? Another massive show. Absolutely. It's chewing, been a couple of weeks. Chewing the Fat's on the road now. We've gone to our guest's house. Yes, yes. So, um... We'd like to thank our guests, but obviously, huge show with a massive guest. Hailing from May Street in Preston, a stone's throw away from J.M. Moore Park, where he would later take the piss on Saturdays, kicking bags in his infamous long sleeve number 27 jumper for the Mighty Roosters. With an adept knowledge of Australian music, Murph can be seen with an orcs cord in hand, playing tune after tune at a flurry of Saturday night piss-ups. A little fun fact about Murph, that he goes all right in the kitchen, with his favourite cooking utensil being a pair of tongs. With more stories to tell than the Bible, this is going to be an absolute cracker. So sit back, can in hand, and get ready for an all-timer. I'll give you Nick Murphy. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jacko. Good to be here. It's unreal. Great introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Set up a couple of things there. Yeah, there's a few things that we might elaborate a little bit on. That's all right. That's all right. I think my mum hasn't heard or seen, actually. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're situated here in your beautiful outdoor deck. Got the fire going, the races are going, so we're pretty set to... Yeah, yeah. this is a pretty traditional Saturday of recent times. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. So, obviously, um, a long-standing tradition with our five episodes. Um, the guest picks our beer of choice, and what have we gone with? Uh, as you know, I'm an old bloke, and I'm old school, so I've gone the uh, Carlton Draft Long Neck. A King Brown. <laughs> the Long Necks. The long neck. I did bring a stubby holder over, but I don't think it's going to fit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, mate, so we're going to crack these. Beautiful. Doesn't quite sound as good as a can when you open it. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Jimbo. Bloody unreal. Alright, so, um, James, quick question to get this started. How many times have you gone bankrupt in the last six months? I'd say from one to ten, about six times, mate. Ah, We're going to get into our quick six. Beautiful. (laughs) Alright, so, Nick Murphy, how did you meet the both of us? Well, it goes back to 1997 uh, when I first met James. He probably doesn't remember the first time I met him, uh, but it wasn't long after you were born, Jimbo. I was, was going to say, were you in the birthing room at that stage? Uh, not quite. I wasn't allowed to have, have access. Dave made sure of that, but <laughs> it wasn't long after that anyway when I met Jimbo, as I was friends with his mum and dad. And then, obviously, he moved back to Wangaratta with mum and dad and I got to meet you Jacko as his best mate at uh, school and all that stuff so it's probably do do you remember when you first met you two I reckon it would have been one of the piss ups that you guys usually have usually every couple of weekends a year you guys come up and have a good old fashioned piss up it could have been a long weekend probably a lot longer it would have been I was trying to think about it during the week but 
No, I, I can't remember <laughs> specifically. I think that was a few cans drank. Yeah, as always. <laughs> He's a bad influence, Jimbo's old man. Oh, <laughs> probably the one of the worst equilibriums when drunk. Oh, mate. Sways. <laughs> Looks like not, he's on the Titanic. You cannot say I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're already five minutes in and we're already shit-talking your dad already. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a message the other day saying, why me? <laughs> we weren't going to miss him. Yeah. <laughs> um, your occupation? Uh I've just started a new gig. I'm an operations manager for a, a little company that's just kicked off in, in waste and cleaning facilities management. Beautiful. So, and I already see you got the company car parked out front. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the new Aston Martin. Well, <laughs> Mitsubishi, anyway. <laughs> uh, very good. Um, for the people that know Murph, this is going to be a pretty easy question to answer, but footy team followed? Uh, Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Favorite current player? Favorite current player? I do love Dusty, uh, but as a, the last couple of years, Kochi's pretty good as a captain. Doesn't Maybe get the possession. Yeah. yeah, doesn't get the possessions of a, a Dangerfield or all those bikes, but he's pretty hard at it. Good leader. And then favorite all-time Richmond player? Uh, probably Richo. Richo, yeah. I got to watch him in his. Prime and that's all we had to barrack for when yeah. Richmond were pretty ordinary. Yeah, so, true. Um, yeah, so probably Richo. I, was, I do remember growing up, my old man had me well trained. I could he'd say a number and I could repeat all the numbers. I know all the old numbers of the seventies and eighties players, and I can oh, remember going to watch all those blokes. You know, David Cloak and Flea Waitman, um, Morris Rioli, all that. Mark Lee, Jimmy Jess, all that. Time so, time for the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a 37 years of misery. But anyway, <laughs> we're back. It's all on the up now. <laughs> we're back. Well, oh, after Thursday, yeah. I don't know about that. Anyway. Um, Favourite pub feed? Uh, Scotch fillet, medium rare, pepper Ooh. sauce. Yeah. You, I'm tell you, Jacko, every time we go to a pub, pepper sauce on the side. Yeah. With sauce. And that's a good point. On the side is on always side. good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Because then you can throw in the hot English mustard as well. There's another Mate, condiment. Hotel has that. Mate, my man's seasoned here. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, three people to sit down and have a beer with. Yeah, uh, I've been thinking about this when you forewarned me. Uh, I try to cover off a few areas. I reckon the first one, I'm, as you mentioned, I, I'm a music man. I'd love to have a beer or a drink with Eddie Vedder. I love yeah. the way he goes about his music, but I love the way he goes about sculling that red wine bottle when he's on stage. So that sort of uh, says a bit about him, I reckon. So I reckon he'd be pretty good. Yeah. We've, I'm into politics. I like politics. And there's a couple of great leaders out there, and I'm not sure which one I'd pick. It'd have to be out of... Uh, Donald Trump, Vlad <laughs> over in Russia, or Kim Kim Jong Un. <laughs> I just want to find out if those three blokes are fair income. Yeah. No, what the yeah, well, what's going on in there? Well, I reckon old Trump is probably having a thick shake or something. Yeah. instead of <laughs> instead of a exactly. beer. Yeah, he, he doesn't drink, but I reckon Vlad on the vodkas would be all right. <laughs> so he's one, and you know the other one. I reckon getting back to Richmond. On a serious note, I reckon Dimmer, I know I have heard, he doesn't mind a beer. Okay. I reckon he'd be great to just 
sit down and Pick talk to because he's had mm. to evolve. It'd be interesting to yeah. hear how he's, you know, his whole experience. You know, there's been a lot said, and, and I've read a bit about how Richmond got to where they were through, you know, him changing and all that. So I reckon he'd be good to have a beer with us. It's a pretty good top three. Still better than Jimbo's, where I didn't know half the people he'd picked. It's like musicians. We will talk music later, so probably Jimbo might sit that one out. And then your final question, your deep question, advice you'd give to your younger self? Uh, from a footy perspective, I'd say uh, should have been a bit more fair dinkum about training. And I reckon most blokes who've played local footy yeah and local footy is a good level would probably tell themselves it's very rare that um oh in my day the blokes were super fair dinkum about training and preparing and i'm i'm involved in local footy now things certainly have changed from back when we were playing Mm. but from a footy perspective um that's what i'd say and then i guess the other one is just um do what you think's best, you know. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's good. Yeah, I wrote that. Oh, that's very good. So, obviously, you said you've started a new job. So, with the times that we're in, you have been working full-time. Is that correct? I have. Yeah. I did have a couple of months off in between jobs. But, yeah, full-time yeah. now. Yeah. So, what are you doing on a daily basis? We usually like to hit Jimbo. What he does is he gets up at 10.30, goes down to the Vietnamese bakery <laughs> yeah. down the road. I did hear that. a couple of barbies. Yeah. <laughs> The old gonna, bar me and a pie. Gonna make a name for myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very multicultural meal. A bar me and a pie. It's got most bases covered. It's got a, for the food groups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, I'm at the door by about quarter past seven yeah. uh, each day. I'm at work at seven thirty, and then uh, looking after the crews that are out there doing tenders, uh, trying to find new business and all of the above. Oh, yeah. Very good. We're just watching um, the first leg of the quaddy. Do you know what numbers you've got? I've got plenty. <laughs> I, think I think it's one, three, six, eight, nine, but number oh, no, number four's leading. That's Shepard, yeah, I do believe, the favourite. Five's going to run it down. Over the top and of I those. don't think I've got the five. Oh. <laughs> it's the way to go, isn't it? Anyway, so obviously with um, COVID restrictions easing, footy's come back, so it's good to see there's been something to, on TV to watch, even though a couple of games have been pretty woeful. Oh, mate, that first week, games are close, but right. I'm still oh, you, boring. I think there's certain blokes that haven't played in ages that skills are probably not the best, but yeah. one thing I did want to bring up is everyone does their two early predictions. What's your prediction for Premier, Jimbo? Premier, or it's hard to look past Port Adelaide. I know it's... Yeah. A weird one, but they've been flying. I don't mind that. Um, there's no one else that really stands out. Like, stands out. You'd, you'd, oh, I was going to back Richmond, but yeah. after last week, and then... Do you still have hope? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it'll take a couple of weeks for people to get in the groove. One thing mm. that has annoyed me in the last couple of days is all the talk about St Kilda. The last time I looked, they've won one game this yeah. year. I do rate St Kilda, though. You I've do? always liked watching St Kilda, yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah. Well, who, who do you back? West Coast, but oh. <laughs> times are tough up in the hub. Mate, like, only I did me. watch that game last Mate. week. Jesus. I think, yeah. Gold Coast were good. Yeah, I'll they were good. What, it's good watching um, 
few new draft picks. Matt Rowe. They flogged it. Yeah. Mate, he was unreal. He's, Matty Rowe. He was AFL great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. He's got the rig Gun. for it too. He's, what, 19 oh, yeah. now? Well, you look at, like like you said, the difference between probably when you were playing in your days to now. Like Probably back in the day, it probably took a couple of years for first players to come in and make an mm. impact. But these days, mm. like these blokes are lifting weights when they're 14 and in professional yeah. environments. So it's probably expected. But Yeah, nah. he's got the size. So he's, yeah, I was impressed with him. And yeah. I saw him get interviewed the other night. He's pretty um, switched on. Yeah, he's hasn't got a head on him. No. So, which <laughs> he, is always good he, to hear. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I just hope he sticks around there, though, because... Yes. He will, he, I, think. I think, yeah. He'll think, be getting poached they, already. Him like, and his, him his, best, and his mate. best mate. Not Anderson. Together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, that makes sense. No, see, he slotted one on the weekend, too, when they played him. He yeah, kicked I think a good one. He'll be all right. Yeah. He's like left footer or something. I can hope so. Pick two. <laughs> anyway, enough of the jargon. We're going to dive into a lot of stuff about Murph, because you're our special guest. So yeah, right, yeah. We're going to um, talk growing up. So, he grew up in Preston. I did, in West Preston, May Street, as yeah. you touched on. Yeah. We had some great people living there. Chris Arwood was probably only second to Frank Vitkovic in terms of who grew up in May Street. You young blokes probably don't know who I'm Frank Vitkovic is. No idea. <laughs> so Frank Vitkovic's a mass murderer who uh, lived in May Street. Shot up the Australian Post building in Queen Street. Fuck it, that's a good I was, like I was a mate of his. We played tennis together. You turned the mics off. So you played tennis? Played tennis with Frank, yeah. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, true story. True story. All right. Do yourself well, a favour. Look at Wikipedia and you'll... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, he's infamous. He's probably more... Yeah, more. probably the right word for it. Yeah. yeah. So he went to uh, school with a lot of my old... couple of the old West Preston mates. He yeah. was a, a Reservoir Lakeside High or whatever it was up there. That's okay. where he came from. Yeah. I think. But uh, yeah. Chris Arwood and Frank Vickery. Well, there you go. Um, so we know that you love a frothy these days, but it was seen pretty early days that you maybe had a little bit of a drinking problem, maybe tapping into a bit of methylated spirits when you were younger. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> I wonder who could have bought this one up. Oh, a very yeah. reliable source. <laughs> that is a, an old story, but um, I did... It was back when we were living in Echuca because I was born in Echuca and okay. on shifted the to Melbourne, yeah. yeah. And uh, mum and dad, I'd got into the cupboard and drunk the metho or the turps <laughs> or whatever. Mum and dad <laughs> took me to the doctor and said, you know, well, we're a bit worried he's he's drunk the, the spirits, the methylated spirits. And um, the doctor said to mum and dad, they're... There's only two problems you're going to have, and that depends on whether he's a, a happy drunk or a sad <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, we definitely know you're a happy drunk. <laughs> anyway, uh, but that is a true story. That's a true that's story. That's what the though. doctor said. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, and obviously, we've heard that Jimbo has a pretty good diet these days with pies yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, obviously, growing up in the early days, Strauss was a thing. Yeah, Strauss was um, a thing. Can you please inform us on the proper way to eat and cut Strauss? Yeah, you should remove the plastic so that it doesn't <laughs> prevent... Yes! <laughs> so that it doesn't tra- traverse um, your, your system, you know, through, come out, you know what I mean. Anyway. <laughs> so, so the story goes that one day Murph, how old were you, you reckon? Oh, I wouldn't know. 10 or something. I, I heard 13. So yeah. you're, you're getting on in age. Yeah. Um, 
stuck your hands in your pants one day and you start pulling out this plastic out of your ass. Yeah, I thought I had worms. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it wasn't worms. <laughs> oh, it's just a plastic from the stress. <laughs> no stress, please. Oh, it's hard to digest that shit. Oh, <laughs> I've <a> seen. <laughs> and um, school life, went to parade. Yeah, I started at parade at their junior school in Elphington, which doesn't even exist anymore. The Greeks took that over. So, uh, the bubble and squeaks. So, um, you think about the old days. I used to catch, walk to the tram, catch the tram, get off the tram, hop on a bus, go to Elphington station, walk from there and, and beat school in Elphington in grade six. You wouldn't let your kid go around the corner now. No, with no, no, no exactly. You'd watch them, the, watch them the whole way. Um, and obviously at school, a lot of schools do it. They usually have these categories that you pick what certain students are most likely to be when they grow up. Yep. What were you most likely to be when you grew up? Um, a, a priest, which I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've done my research. Yeah, I, I know you have. I, I've got some yeah, but dirt too, but how did that, you get into deep. that? That's... I'm not. I'm not sure. I just think it was my demeanour. How I was good with people. I was very caring and loving, and looked after people. So, I think that's probably led to it. Did you have any other good stories from your childhood that you want to bring up and before we dig the before we dig uh, them out? <laughs> other than being mates with Frank Vitkovic. Uh... <laughs> That, that, that is one I did not know. No, I didn't and, know that. Not did everyone can say they know, know a mass murder or exactly. knew a mass because he threw himself out of the building after he completed so his crime and killed himself. It. Jesus. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't really... You haven't given me much warning on that one. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I've got plenty more stuff that, we, that yeah, can yeah, prompt you. Yeah, just go firing at me. So, we're going to primetime Nick Murphy, so early days. What were some of the best bands you saw? Because you grew up in like, I would give my left nut to go back to the time. Yeah, of, yeah, your music, mm. I see some of the, um, your posts on social media around music and that, and you have very similar tastes, but I I was a music, um, going to see live bands, and we were lucky back then, I'm talking the mid-80s and early 90s, there was lots of Aussie bands doing the rounds, lots of good pubs doing the rounds. Yeah. Um... I can say I saw Midnight Oil at the Excelsior oh. Hotel in Thomastown. Far uh, I can say I saw Crowded House at the Council Club Hotel in Preston. Skyhooks, Angels at Council Club. All those bands played at Kramer's Council Club. I was yeah. lucky enough to work there as well. Uh, you name it, they were around. Um, and then concerts, we were lucky back then. People coming out. Uh, big 80s bands, Police, Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp. They were, they were big. They're all doing the rounds again. Yeah. Oh, Bruce all, keeps going. Yeah. I'm not sure if he plays the guitar though at his live concerts. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched closely enough. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon when I went, I was seeing about three guitars. I was blind. <laughs> so they were probably some of the best bands you've seen. Yeah. Do you have a memorable one? Uh, well, I, I always remember Cold chisel at the entertainment center. Center which is now Collingwood's 
training facility. Oh, um, what's it called? What's the... Oh, the Holden Centre. Yeah. yeah. So that was, so for you young likes, that was the Olympic swimming venue for the 56 Olympics. And then it became a concert or a, a, the entertainment centre. What yeah. a change. And now, <laughs> and now Eddie looks after it. Um, but yeah, Cold Chisel there in 83 or 84, whatever, that's when they broke up, split up. Oh, okay, yeah. That was that was awesome. That was, was that their fr- reunion? Was that like them getting back together? No, no, they finished. Oh, they, they'd finished. they finished. They they broke up. So that was the fir- first concert I ever went to as a fifteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old, or whatever. Jeez. So that's unreal. And then I ran into you just this year yeah, at Cold Chisel. At Cold Chisel, yeah. We um, I was working at Mount Donita State, and um, it was funny because halfway through Chisel set, all the bars got shut because it was just absolute raucous. Oh, it was. But they were up for a drink everyone oh, there. Jesus. Well, you had quite a few on the bus down, didn't you? Yeah, we had a few, had a few. Not as much as the girls, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they go too hard too early, the Shields. Hey, bitch. Hey, let's get smashed tonight. Oh, yeah, let's get fucking drunk. We're going to get fucking drunk. <laughs> um, so we did have one of our listeners message in and say that they had to talk about the story of Oktoberfest. Can you please elaborate? Yeah, October 1st. That was a tough night out. Um, <laughs> to say the least, this is one of my favourite stories. I did I did uh, get into a bit of strife. I was, uh, I was assaulted, but I think I got the first couple in. <laughs> Only to, for the bloke to go and get his mates and come back and finish me off. Uh, and I'm unsure what they shivved me with, whether it was a... A stein, a beer stein, or a, a stein knife, or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I did lose a fair amount of blood. I ended up in another, another little bit of trivia for you, young blokes. The Mantra Hotel in Bell Street used to be a hospital, and that's where I ended up. That <laughs> <laughs> was Panch, Panch Hospital, Preston and Northgate Community Hospital. It was called. Yeah. And uh, well, we used to call it Panch Panels when I was growing up, because that's where you went if you got. Playing footy or whatever. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so did you go straight there? No, no. I went home and went to bed. Had to <laughs> crawl, crawl through the window. Did you think? Did you know you were stabbed? No, I knew I was in strife. There was blood everywhere. But you and thought then, maybe sleep it off. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'd <laughs> collapsed in the toilet. My uh, partner at the time, family in the toilet, collapsed. She didn't have a license. Had to ring my mum and dad to come and get me. <laughs> Drive to the hospital, they put a couple of litres of blood into me and, you know. Oh, we can laugh about it now, but it was probably yeah. a pretty bad situation at the time. Yeah. No harm done. No, I'm all, I'm he's still good. here. It's just a great story. <laughs> and on the podcast. Yeah. So mass murderers, stabbings. <laughs> Boy. This podcast has absolutely taken off like a bomb from Tony Lockett from Outside 50. Be sure to give us a follow on the gram at Chew That Fat, where you'll be updated with all future episodes and guests. Also, make sure you take a screenshot of this episode and post it to your socials and tag us so we know you're listening. Let's get back to the pod. And um, seen it all. Obviously, you're a parent to how many kids? Four. Four kids. Um, me and Jimbo, obviously, one day we'd like to have kids and we want to be good parents. Speak for yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing in the pipeworks yet. Um, it's the- in the pipeworks. <laughs> 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 I think there's something there. 
that's how it'll start. I don't even know that. <laughs> um, but the proper way to use a pram. I heard uh, a story about something with a pram. Yeah, having watched um, the dexterity of, of Jimbo's old man, Davo in Bali with a pram for twins, I wasn't quite as good as him back in the day. Uh, so I did, down Gilbert Road one night, I did lose control and uh, one of my my daughters did lose a bit of bark off her <laughs> nose. <laughs> Because she was strapped in, at least I did that. But I went A over Z. And, you know, and I did drop my traveller. Just a drop. So a little um, bit of a lesson is don't drink and pram. Yeah. Yeah. Drink I was bush. coming home from West Preston Footy Club. Walking oh, home from West Preston Footy Club. Bloody West Preston. We will get into West Preston because you're a bit of a legend at the club, even though you haven't been down there in a little while. No, no, I've, I haven't haven't been there. I went to a, a funeral there late last year, or middle of last year. That was the last time I was there. Yeah, okay. Which, despite it being a funeral, was good to catch up with yeah. a few of the old blokes. But we'll get into West Preston later. But there is one story that is pretty unbelievable: the story of you and nine eleven. Yes, uh, I was. I flew out of uh, New York on um, the tenth of September at about ten o'clock at night. So the night before nine yeah. eleven, I've been working at the U.S. Open tennis, and uh, I was dying to get home. I've been in America working for quite a few weeks and working pretty hard. And the there was so. I've, Got onto a flight and there was a hurricane off the coast of America at that time. So I moved my flight earlier to six o'clock uh, from the Tuesday, which was nine mm. eleven, to the Monday night, try to get out early. And because of the hurricane, we were on the plane, we sat on the tarmac out in the queue for about four hours, five hours. Jeez. And I was counting down because I was catching a flight out of San Francisco to connect back home. Anyway, as I counted down the time, the longer it took, I knew I was going to be stuck in San Francisco for a night. No big deal. Just another night out. Anyway, landed in the middle of the morning, you know, middle of the night in San Francisco. Uh, there was a few of us who were meant to be on the connecting flight, a couple of Australian, uh, an American couple who just got married that weekend. It was a Monday night. 9-11 was a Tuesday. Um, and a Australian guy who was a journalist who'd been at the US Open tennis like me so we got accommodation we United Airlines put us on accommodation and all that and we had to wait for the bus it was three or four o'clock in the morning and then um, we went to our hotel and I couldn't sleep I ring Sarah and tell her I'm not coming home miss my flight and I had the TV on and the first and there was talk about a plane hitting a the World, um, World, Trade World, World Trade Centre and because of the time difference three hours time drift difference east to west coast it was 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning over in New York holy shit and then they started talking about it and then next thing the whole world erupted and um, I actually rang a guy I was working with an Aussie guy and said um, a plane's just hit the World Trade Centre because when you're at Flushing Meadows you can stand at the top of the grandstand you can just see the World Trade Centre yeah yeah and uh, as I was talking to him, 
the second plane hit. Oh, I was talking to him as the second plane, and he watched it live while I was talking Jesus. to him. And then that you know everything shut down, and I was trapped there for four or five days. I flew out on the Friday. Um, I watched so a couple of things. I watched the last commercial flight arrive into America because there's lots of plane before they shut it down and it was it landed at San Francisco and I watched out the hotel room and it was escorted in by fighter jets. Oh really? And the hotel was straight at the airport. Yeah. And then um, when I left, I was on the first commercial flight to leave America post 9-11 and we drove into San Francisco airport and there was tanks and, and uh, sandbags and guns. And the airport was shut, but we were allowed in on a small bus and, and yeah, Jesus. we were trapped in a hotel and uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy times. So, yeah. Pretty yeah. nerve wracking times yeah. too. Yeah. My auntie and uncle were there on, they were up the trade centers a week before it happened. Yeah. So they were in America, then they had left to go to Italy where my family's from and they were sitting in the lounge room watching that and yeah. they saw this happen and I like, yeah. we were well, just there a week before. Well, the, um, the uh, couple I mentioned the American couple who just got married, they while we're waiting for the bus, they said, "Oh, we're only there for 14 days or whatever, because we're going to miss a day." What they were talking to me and the other guy about which um, day to take out of their itinerary. They were yeah. travelling around Australia because um, they still had to come home. I ran into them a couple of times because every day you'd have to try and see if the planes were flying, get your flight updated, and they were they were um, beside themselves because there was. I've, I've been making the number up now, but I can't because I can't remember. But there was, there were people. He worked in the World Trade Center. This guy, no. and there was eleven or twelve people that were at their wedding that were Meant missing, including her brother, who was a, oh, a, a, a fireman. So they were trying, and you couldn't get, you couldn't hire cars, you couldn't get trains, you couldn't get planes. They were trying to get back across all of America. Because they knew all these people that had, um, uh, oh, well, I'm guessing they died. Yeah. yeah. A couple of Possibly days later, perish. they were still missing. So, yeah. You know. Jesus. That's pretty crazy time. Well, when me and James went to America, we went to the, yeah, they we just made, finished the memorial there. Made sure that we went there. We went at night time and they yeah, had that was incredible. all the names lit up around it of who passed away during it. Yeah. They got the two and, beams of light that go up. Yeah, I'd love to see that. And, I haven't been back since... Yeah. And I'm pretty sure um, they've got the museum underneath and they've got like, there's glass on top of the museum and they've got one of the original um, foundations of the... Yeah. And it's like, it's being yeah. tagged by all the people, but yeah, um, yeah it's pretty like somber place. Yeah. It's a bit... Uh, uh, the um, first time I went to the Bali bombing mo memorial in, yeah, in Bali as well, yeah. it's the same. There's not much to the memorial. All the names are up there, but it's it's pretty. Um, it, it moves you when you when yeah. you're at that. Place. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. When you see how many passed away, yeah, perish, yeah. it's horrible. But it was a it was a good memorial there in yeah. America. They did a great job with it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, that was pretty. That's probably one of the serious topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting, interesting time. It was a good couple of. Weeks I had in America, I was lucky. Man. Leighton Hewitt won the US Open. Oh, geez, yeah. Um, I was lucky enough through work to be at both his... I was at Wimbledon as well. So what were you, doing? Really? What were you doing? What was your job with there? I was working for a company called Clean Event, um, doing event 
cleaning and waste management. So yeah. I was lucky enough to That's pretty travel wiki. around. Yeah. What other sporting events? So you went to Wimbledon? Wimbledon. Uh, I've, I've worked at all sorts of good events. I've done a heap of spring carnivals. Um, I've been at uh, IndyCar on the Gold Coast. Coast oh, yeah. Done that. Um, NASCAR in America. I, I looked Jeez. after a, a, I spent two months in Atlanta. Looked after a little venue in Atlanta. I was the venue manager. Yeah. Um, and it was a concert venue. And this was in 98. 98. Um, Matchbox 20, Michael Crawford, Willie Nelson. I've held Willie Nelson's guitar. Gu- guitar. Oh, yeah. Do you have a stench about it? No, <laughs> it's got, the most amazing thing is all the, all his... It's got lots of people have carved their name in his old guitar. Chris Christopherson, he, I'm sure there'll be a Wikipedia page on his guitar. Oh, really? But um, Johnny Cash, I think, all these sort of people have actually carved their name in his guitar as, as well. Um, it's an old acoustic wooden guitar. It's yeah. actually worn. He's worn a hole in it from playing, playing, playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was lucky at that joint. Uh, yeah. Yeah, tennis, uh, Australian Open tennis. Um, yeah, I've been, been lucky there. Justin Grand Prix, Melbourne yeah. Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So obviously with sport, we said that you're a West Preston Lakeside legend, or West Preston at that time, was it? No Lakeside, we're no. always playing. Well, there's a few people at the club that still don't like the... Yeah, Cooley, Cooley, Aiden, Hank, all those blokes. There's a rumour going around that the clubs, they've got cricket nets behind one of the goals and they've got banners with West Preston on one and Lakeside on yeah. the other. And there's a rumour going around that Cooley keeps going and stealing the Lakeside. One surprise. And all his, um, all his West Preston Lakeside merchandise... He makes sure that when they go to get embroidered, he doesn't get lakeside embroidered. Yeah. It's all just West Preston. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah how good is that? Fucking hell. So Stick funny. it with it. <laughs> so how many games did you play at the club? Uh, I didn't play a lot of games in the end. I was a bit injury prone. Um, oh, with juniors and that, probably just over 200. I don't know. Tony, mongrel. Yeah, I was meant to. Be able to give you those stats. They're probably on the website. Yeah, I was meant old to message mongrel. old mongrel. Yeah. Probably the most opposite nickname to who he actually is. Yeah. You know, Mungrel isn't the full nickname. No, nah, I heard something to do with a... It's MFC is his real nickname. But Mungrel is just the shortening for <laughs> Mungrel for... Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you cop that. <laughs> you can swear on this. We have got an explicit... Yeah. We, we got a beeping for the... I just don't want my mum to hear me swear. No, we just, we just meow, I don't meow out the C word. find out I learn all the words that I do from her. <laughs> I saw her one day call someone that at the Preston Market when they took her car spot. <laughs> I think she was mayor of Preston at the time too. <laughs> you kidding, really? Yeah. So, oh. and obviously you had a goals record at the club that was recently broken. No, equaled. equaled. Oh, is it equaled? Equaled. What, by, by what, Sardi? Sardi, I think. Yeah. Hey. that last year. So good work, Jacko. All that money I, I paid you. Not to, uh, <laughs> not to hit him <laughs> up in the fall. <laughs> Paid off. Uh, I'm not sure I can afford it for two many more seasons, but yeah, he equaled the record. So what what was your record? Uh, 91. 91 goals in a season. In a season, including finals or not? Including finals. Okay. I missed two home and away games and played two finals the year I did that. Do you know if he played the same amount of games as you did? Uh, don't know. I reckon you probably played less. I reckon you. If you had yeah, I would have played games. 18 games. Mm. I think I played 18 games the year I did that. Because we won a flag that year, so. 
Yeah, we won the flag. Oh, okay. 93. Yeah. So that was your... Yeah. Is that your only flag at West? Uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Only senior flag. Senior flag, yeah. Uh, won an under-17 and an under-19 flag. We went through two years without losing the game. 17 Jesus. into 19. Jeez. Um, and then 96, I was vice-captain uh, and I was injured and we won, won the flag. I missed the granny. I missed... The chance to play in two grannies, 1988. I played in the first semi-final when we defeated Eltham at Warringal Park, Heidelberg, with the great Peter Moore, Brownlow medalist, uh, playing for Eltham. Uh, we won the flag from fourth. Um, I played the first semi and then didn't miss the next two games and miss that grant premiership. And yeah. then 96, I missed as well. Yeah, I missed injury. one. Under-18s at Wangaratta, over-qualified. Mm. Yeah, spewing. Yeah, it's not a great feeling. Yeah, got a medal though, so but doesn't really mean too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, one of the ones, the seventeen or nineteen one, I played seniors that year. And once I hit the six games or whatever it was, yeah, to, ineligible. Yeah, because we were going well, I just stopped playing seniors. They pushed me back because yeah. we we're going to play the playing finals. Yeah, and we were lucky enough to win. Yeah, so. do you have a good footy memory, senior premiership? Yeah, 93, I have to say that because it was a senior premiership yeah. and we we smashed it. We, we won first and seconds. Um, Beautiful. We beat Reservoir in our arch rivals in both games yeah. and we won by 20 goals. We won both games by about 20 goals. How many did you kick? Seven. <laughs> Not That's bad. Good outing for a grand final. Great you should ask me how many I kick in the second quarter. How many did you kick in the second quarter? Five. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a record. I, I, actually, I think Sadi kicked five in against Bandura in that game in the last yeah. quarter, one of the finals. And I, I didn't play pretty much the whole last quarter. I, hurt, I tore a rib cartilage. Didn't stop me celebrating, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a few, a few yeah. King Browns can't help. Yeah, yeah, sure. we, had, we had a... That was a good win under um, Hood Smith. And we obviously said you loved the long sleeve jumper. Yeah. Is there any reason behind that? No, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Juniors, I didn't really wear long sleeve, but I was just looking at um, some old parade photos because of um, I was looking... For for a bloke I went to school with, so I was looking at some photos, and I wore it at parade, I wore long sleeves at parade when I was there playing footy, it must have just started, kept and then through. I just kept wearing it. Yeah, and it's always been number 27? Uh, I didn't start my seniors in 27, but I ended up with 27 at some stage, yeah. early doors, and stuck with 27. It's been good to me on the roulette, roulette wheel and <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> and um, there's been another individual that's, was one of your or he was your idol, Mick O'Neill. Yeah. Is there any reason why he's your idol, or why the vice versa? Uh, I've got no idea. Um, I have been, because mum and dad um, were very good friends with. Uh, mum's still good friends with uh, Mick's mum and dad, Claire and Peter. I'm not sure where. So we used to see a bit of each other. He's, yeah. he's much younger than me, but. Um, I have been 
told from many reliable sources that he has similar traits to me and then does behave very <laughs> similar. I'm not sure if he's got a pair of a set of gold-plated tongs like I have. <laughs> well, please, you brought please, up. Please, 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 please. That, that, that is a great story. Please and explain I'll tell you what, mum always pisses herself when she always thinks about this story and brings it up with me. So please, please. So back in the day, and, and there's a lot of stuff going on now and there's a lot of stuff about being politically politically correct we used to behave very differently back in the day and you really couldn't get caught out on too much because there was no phones or cameras or anything so you could do what you want we'd we'd lost a grand final i reckon we lost a couple back in early 90s and that and we'd had our um we're at the rooms drinking all night as you do after you lose a final or grand final or something and I had to go to a wedding uh, on the Sunday. A mate I'd grown up with, I was pretty good mates with him, I had his, his wedding, and I was still on the Terps at, at the club. Not the Methylated no, Spirits. <laughs> no, not the Terps. Terps. Not the Terps, Terps. I, was, I would have been VB back then. I, I started off on Foster's, just to, to digress for a moment. Yeah, no, started off on Foster's. Um, Hank Mallory... Um, was a Foster's drinker, but then it became uncool to drink Foster's and everyone just converted to um, VB. VB anyway, VBs. so it would have been VBs. What do you drink now? Uh, Great Northern or the Greek Normans, as some people call them. The uh, Black Marlin? Yeah. You go, you red or you're... Black. Black. I'm yeah. old. I need, I need the... <laughs> need the help. <laughs> yeah, I need the help. But I don't mind a King brand. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Jimbo, what's your go-to? Nowadays, I've been... Sticking on the northern's actually been drinking middies, but usually a draft if yeah. if I'm feeling good on a night. I'm Yourself? a little bit pissy. <laughs> um, mangoes for life. Mangoes, yeah, forex yeah. gold. Oh right, yeah, yeah. What do you think I'm at? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've never heard that expression. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey guys, I'm just sitting back editing this podcast, and in true chewing the fat form. We've completely gone on a massive tangent and Nick Murphy hasn't even finished the end of his tong story. So what we're going to do is we're going to get him up on the blower and hear the rest of this amazing story. Hi, Jimbo. Hello, bro. So... Are you here at my door? Yeah, I am. I'm sitting at Chloe's desk looking, looking into her mirror. <laughs> That's awesome. That's real. Yeah, all right, so Murph, you need to finish off the rest of your story of your tongs. So where yep. we got up to was it was your best mate's wedding. Yep. So continue from there. from just continue it where you were from okay so I was in um, I had my best wedding that day and we've been on the drink all night and uh, I've been in the kitchen and found a few implements and there was this an old couple walking their Labrador from memory past the front of the room so I decided to undress and give the old fella a run with the tongs. 
And as I was doing that, my mother walked in to get me to the wedding, which was rather embarrassing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, this story never gets old. Oh, no, it doesn't, it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe we forgot to go through with that on that day. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just when I was sitting back editing, we went on one of our traditional tangents and we just never got back to it. That's the story. Well, thanks for dialing in on a Friday night. We appreciate your five minutes to tell that story. I think that's probably going to go down as one of the better stories that's ever been told. Yeah. Whacking yourself <laughs> off with a pair of tongs well, when your mum walks I in. I haven't lived it down. Plenty of people still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's good. Oh, thanks, Murph. Appreciate it. All right, boys. There is a couple more things I wanted to bring up. Um, footy debut in Sydney. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the debut. I tried to play footy up there with Jimbo's old man, yeah, southwest yeah. Sydney, for a couple of years. Because how was his cars back then? Were they pretty shot? They were pretty, pretty thin. Or pretty thin back then. <laughs> no, he played up more over... footy than me. I was at, I was at Croc by then. Until, I wasn't really until James ended his footy career. <laughs> I didn't pop out of him. I don't know what he's fucking complaining about. Well, it's all about King Browns. We used to train out at near right next to the Warwick Farm racetrack. It was our home ground. We used to train out there. And Dave O and I used to drink a King Brown on the way home from training. In the, <laughs> in the car. It wasn't too easy. Too easy to shite. But, um, no, I, I couldn't tell you what we had. But I remember us drinking the King Browns. Yeah. Uh, we'd get them there. Um, Villawood, I think it was the Villawood Hotel or something like yeah. that. Uh, on the way back to um, downtown uh, Ermington Street, um, Spurway Street, Ermington, yeah. where Jimbo yep. belted me with the gun from his James Bond. <laughs> Have you heard that, Jacko? No, please inform me. So uh, we had an old Nintendo 64. Well, new back then. <laughs> and it's probably what started my video game addiction. Yeah, um, you are addicted, aren't you? Oh, I love it. Um, but Murph was, Murph was versing me in, um, you know, the old 007 James Bond. Yeah, one of the yeah. One of those games there. <laughs> and he, he was fucking flogging me on it and he, he killed me. So I've turned around and smacked him with the controller on the back of the head as a kid. Oh, it'll be um, three, three or four, yeah. something like that. No, that was just the start of it. He split me open at Jamison, weren't you, with a, with a rock, threw a rock and split me open. <laughs> Brutal. There's been a couple of times. <laughs> He's had it coming. <laughs> um, then mum banned me from video games for a very long time. <laughs> That's probably why you got the addiction now. Exactly. I'm back on it. And the final footy story that one of our listeners said to talk, bring up was um, the road trip to one of the O&M grand finals. Yeah, that was a cracker, that was. Uh, that was uh, going up to see the Wang Maggies, see Buffhead, Dale Carmody, play 
that was their their second premiership in a couple of years, wasn't it? They'd when won, Buff was playing, yeah, yeah 07, 08, did, I think it yeah, was. Was they'd that won, their back to back? Yeah, the yeah. second one, I think it was. Yeah. And, um, so I was lucky enough to go up with uh, Davo picked me up. Um, there was me, and then um, the Sleeman, Sleemans, mm. Kate. Yeah. Kate, yeah. Kate, yeah. And uh, so we kicked off about eight o'clock. And, uh, a couple of egg and bacon. I had egg and bacon sandwiches for everyone, ready to go in the car. Beautiful. Providing as usual. I was going to say, you are great, noted for... Great trade. You usually hit the piss hard the night before, drink everyone under the table, and then first thing in the morning, you're the one cooking breakfast, fresh yeah, in the yeah, daisy. Yeah, and I don't... I, and I love it. I wake up when we go on, like, weekends away, smelling bacon or eggs or something. Yeah. It's bloody beautiful. Do you have any tips for getting rid of hangovers in the morning? Um... King Brown. Because you, yeah. you, you, you do have a good um, uh, a good remedy for barley belly. Keep drinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's one that works for most things, I reckon. <laughs> uh, what's that? Your mum uses them, Jimbo. The barocas? Not baroca, but like the um, aspirin. No, no. I can't remember. You know, they're like barocas anyway. It's the same Gatorade or anything like that. Something with a bit of sugar uh, in that to yeah, perk you up. One of them. I've been having a Red Bull lately. That's all. Oy, it gives you wings. That's always blow your heart out. A few <laughs> bubbles just to spark you up a bit. Are the where were we though? We do we digress a bit. Oh yeah, the... Um, <laughs> yeah. The the grand final road trip. Yeah. So so yeah, and then um, we must have started drinking on the way up. I don't know. So we did. We might, had a few. Might have dipped the toe. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and poor Dave, he couldn't drink because he was driving. Standard. And then we Classic. drank during the game. Uh, I tried to disrupt Buffhead doing a live cross to 3AY or one of them. <laughs> um, with a bit of shenanigans in the background. Buff uh, would probably remember that. Uh and then we drank on the way back. We had to call in the Wangaratta. We went, by memory, we went through a booze bus as well, just near the shell there on the north side of Wang. Yeah. On the way back, an old um, teaspoon went in and bought some UDLs. <laughs> there was four of us drinking, and he bought an odd number from memory. It was a strange number. would have put a pass him. No brains yeah. that low. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> You said it. I didn't oh, fuck it. it was going to come up either way. <laughs> raspberry. Ra, what is it? Raspberry, oh, not the raspberry. Oh, raspberry, raspberry, raspberry. Else. So, <laughs> yeah, and by the time Dave tipped me out back in Wanamara, uh, which is where I used to live, uh, I was no good. But it was a good day, a big day. Uh, <laughs> we, oh, we probably had about 20 cans. No, maybe a few more. Maybe. <laughs> Give or no, take a couple. It, it probably helps when your best mate, one of your best mate wins the flags too yeah, on a day. Yeah, it was good. And uh, they were playing, from memory, they played Lavington on their, on their home, home deck. deck. Yeah, because the games always used to be up in yeah. Lavi. Yeah. yeah. But now it's changed to Wang. Yeah. Beautiful. Love yeah. it. Best, it best be. ground in the Northern Yeah, football. I love the old Norm Mins Oval. Best ground in Northeast yeah, Victoria. It's, it's good. I've uh, been up there to see a couple of those, um, what do you call it? The. Oh, the old pre-season. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. good. Yeah. Richmond Must, have come up a couple of times. They, yeah. Yeah. Usually yeah, it's usually Richmond and Richmond. Collingwood. Yeah. 
Which is a bloody good game, no matter who's playing, because oh, yeah. they're such good sides now. The past I did years. like the use of the ground... What was what we go and see? Crusty Demons or something. <laughs> Earlier this year, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, they usually put a fair bit on there, don't they? Yeah. Was it Crusty Demons? Something yeah. like that. Nitro Circus. Nitro Circus. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they were pretty impressive, though. A few things. petrol heads there. Yeah, there was... A few Bundy drinkers. Oh, yeah, there was... Oh, I would have been a, fired there was a there few was Bundys. A, <laughs> there was people that come out of the Warbies or wherever they come from. <laughs> Benalla, the back streets of Benalla and um, the south side of Wodonga. There the was best of the of there. best there, yeah. mate. <laughs> oh, Jimbo, have you got anything for the great man? No. Oh, no, it, honestly, growing up with Murph, it was funny. Um, Mum and Dad obviously have a lot to do with... Murph and his family. Yeah. So most long weekends we catch up now, and then we also catch up with now your your sister and her partner yep. now a lot. Um, even like last week at Jamison, me and my uh, my missus went over there for a hit. Um, to I stay thought we weren't talking about missus on the podcast. We're not talking about it. We mentioned <laughs> hey, actually, it. Actually, <laughs> let me do some questions <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, go far away. All right. So <laughs> you two are best mates, right? Uh, and and you have been best mates. I think we're a little bit closer than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what I want to ascertain. The favourites done here in the second leg of the quality, going backwards. Anyway, um, <laughs> the I, I did a bit of research myself in preparation for today. So I had a look at your social media, Jacko. Yeah. And it's very lovey-dovey. Lovey-dovey. <laughs> Porsche gets a fair bit of air time. Um, which is fantastic. I'm not saying anything wrong with it. <laughs> then I had a quick squeeze at Jimbo's. <laughs> right? And Desi gets one mention in the most recent post that I can see. And then I nearly got RSI scrolling through, trying to find <laughs> a post where you're not holding a beer, Jimbo. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, <laughs> I was speaking about this to a mate the other day. I, I can't take photos by myself. It's always with another bloke, and we're always having a beer. So True, that's yeah. all I've got in there. And that's impressive. With, yeah. with the destiny thing, Jackson got me in trouble the other day. So oh, yeah, it was his. To this. <laughs> it was his four-year anniversary. Did you see? Yeah, he, I did he, see he, that. He put a post up. Yeah. And I woke up, and Destiny was there, and <laughs> I've opened my phone. And I've seen it. She's like, "Oh, that's nice." And I, I've looked at it and said, "I oh, catch me fucking dead putting up anything yeah. about you." <laughs> Safe to say she didn't speak to me. Yeah. I did but, notice that Porsche said it was all a crock anyway. Yeah. Because he just <laughs> said happy anniversary as he wandered out the door. I was going to say, where do you go? <laughs> yeah, but, I, um, that does bring up that golf course. Where, where did you go? I played Eagle Ridge down in Mornington. Beautiful. So um, a oh. friend of mine, Mark Kovacevic, who was on the last Chew on the Fat episode. Yeah, um, smartest men's, smartest yeah. men I've met. Very switched on and a good footballer. Um, He's getting every Friday off lately with work. So I said to him, look, I'm not working. You're not working. Let's go play golf at a different courses around Victoria. He's like, yeah, nuts, sweet. Anyway, comes to Monday. He's like, oh, look, this Eagle Ridge has a deal. We want to go play golf. I was like, yeah, no, not a problem. All sweet. Anyway, it gets to Thursday. I said to the missus, oh, just let you know I'm going to go play golf tomorrow morning. And she's like, you know, it's an anniversary, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you're working, aren't you? Like, oh, we wouldn't see it each d- other d- anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so... Old Wacko Jacko slinks out of bed at quarter, <laughs> quarter to six in the morning <laughs> to go play golf. Oh, I like it. That's, that's yeah, well... I'm not sure it's going to help you with what you were saying before about 
um, having kids. No, so well, anyway. your boy saved it. I was in the doghouse coming the way home, yeah. but I swung onto the 24-hour forest at Bell Street on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Picked Beautiful. up some flowers. I, right it's funny rain. you mention that. I drove up Bell Street the other day, and I was looking at that florist. That is one of the great businesses of all time. <laughs> That started back when I was living in Preston and it still, still continu- kicking. continues For to blokes like place. us, I, I they're in the doghouse. I, I personally bought flowers there too and they worked well. Start, For who? The... There were a lot of... <laughs> 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 we'll, beat, we'll beat this out of the final cut. <laughs> Which, just down the road from the old hospital where I went after the <laughs> panch panels. Uh, <laughs> after the... The ins- mantra, you call it. The, the Stein stabbing. There's a Dan Murphy's there now. Oh, yeah. It's a good Dan Murphy's too. Mate, at the moment, two six-packs of Forex gold for 20 bucks. That's pretty good. That's good value. Cheaper than a slab. Talking about King Browns, I did notice, I got my receipt last night, and um, I didn't realise that they track you now, but on my receipt, um, I had a thing, you're almost there, and it said you've... I've bought five, and if I buy four more, once I get to nine, they give me one. Ah, so free. Long neck, free long neck. <laughs> So I was pretty impressed with that. A so. free traveller. Yeah. yeah. Have you any other questions to ask us? Um, or just you just dug us a hole with our misses, especially no, James? No, no, <laughs> no, no I would. I know how to gym. crawl out of a hole. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a no-brainer. I mean, it's. I thought you might be a bit more like. Jacko with your posts in that uh, Jimbo because they had you know what your old man's like is Shoney you know all the stuff he puts up uh, you know when they're uh, off doing stuff you know walking riding and going out for dinner oh, and all dad, that. Dad's big on social media. He's yeah. mad. He's mad at social media, David. I think the social media is just to keep an eye on Chloe yeah. more than anything. Oh, exactly. Jesus, <laughs> favorite daughter. Now she's got a famous boyfriend. Yeah, famous that's boyfriend. right. She loves it. Looks like Bev from the Bev Show. <laughs> She doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't know. <laughs> I did, um, I did um, comment or post something to tag her or whatever last week when the father-in-law drew that picture of her two oh, favourite players, yeah. her two great loves in life, Collingwood and Dugowie and then Dustin Martin. Did I she put- delete it? No, oh, she, I, I remember say, when we flew to Bali a couple of years ago. We she couldn't stop dribbling when we saw Dusty at the airport. Yeah, uh, we, we saw him at the airport, and the kids went over to get a photo. He yeah, was, he, he was, was going fine. to New Zealand, wasn't he? Was yeah, he going to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, straight after it was. It the, was in the international. It was the day after the Brownlow or something. Oh, what was it? Two thousand. Oh no, the night after Richmond, best and fairest. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he was willing to, like, he didn't complain or anything. No, no, he was all right. Small. Yeah. Did he smile? <laughs> Somewhat. I mean, <laughs> for him. You know, it's like a photo with Chloe. He's, he's had um, photos with heaps better looking people than <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> I mentioned she, she, li- she listens to this there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she said she'd only because uh, she's got quite a big following. So I was like, give the podcast a shout out, give us some more followers. And she's like, I only if you give me free stuff or pay me. I was like, get Alice to it. share it. You'll get get her mate Alice to bloody share. I'm sure it. we'd appeal to she's 15 an year old blokes in Mansfield that follow her on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alice is an in- influencer, isn't she? Yeah, aren't we all, though? <laughs> Jimbo's an influencer for beer products. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, as I said, I've noticed the theme in all these. <laughs> oh, so I reckon that will wrap us up. Thank you, Murph, for jumping on and chewing a bit of fat. Right. It's been Thank in the pipeline for a little while. Thanks for your hospitality. Thanks been, for the it, King Browns. They've it, been delicious. It's been in the pipeworks a bit, but um, about time we did something, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a little while between drinks for episodes, but obviously J- Jimbo's been working his um, fingers to the bone. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uni. yeah. What about his top 10? I thought he did his top 10 or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, with as we just mentioned, a lot of work I've been doing, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't able to get what, one what sorted. Sort of, well, let's, let's try and make one up then. <laughs> <laughs> top, <I> 10, <laughs> top 10 politicians in the theme of top 10 mad I, politicians you, in the theme of the people I'd love to have I'll a I'll tell you with. who my fucking most hated politician <laughs> is right now, actually. So I work at Peter Sadler... Oh, fuck. It's probably oh. stitched up. <laughs> Peter Sadler removals. And I get this chick called up on, on the Monday. And she's flying. She's like, oh, I need to move my stuff. Oh, I'm moving from East Melbourne to bloody South Bank. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, righto. When do you, like, when do you need it? She's like, today. I'm like, what <laughs> fuck? What do you, what? Okay. I'm like, let me get some details. And she's like, what do you need my details? Like, oh, fuck. My, my. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> what, what, what do you... The address is where we pick the gear up. <laughs> and anyway, I'm like, name? She's like, Sophie Mirabella. I was uh... like, oh, fuck. Oh, she's hiding all the stuff from the branch stack. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, oh. Can you please elaborate on that? Because I don't follow the news and I've got all this stuff coming up about yeah, so... Because um, you're an avid politician, current affairs sort of person. Yeah, yeah, you? I'm a current affairs man. Uh, Adam Somurek, so yeah, Labor Somurek. Minister from the Upper House, has been signing up every uh, Tom, Dick and Harry, although it's not Tom, Dick and Harry, it's probably more like... Uh, new Nguyen, Armin, Vish... Anyone of um, from the subcontinent to yeah. sign the papers and then he stacks the branch. Then when they go to choose who's going to stand for parliament next time round, he makes them all vote a certain way. So he gets his people in. So, to oh, parliament. so, so he's trying to get them to vote. he pays people to put yeah. them in and uh, then they just vote for him. But they don't even know what the fuck's happening. What a yeah. dog. So, but he's using also like taxpayers' money and shit. Yeah, to I get, heard he was to get people to from go around and do that shit. Yeah, yeah. So dodgy as ever. Yeah, um, I'm disappointed we didn't get a top ten out of you, Jimbo. Yeah, survivor. it's been popular. Sorry, I'm... We, well, we've had um top ten shower songs, top ten things to eat in quarantine. Yeah, I was going to do my top ten Netflix and chill movies, but oh, nah, far away. No, I, I can't. I can't at the minute. I'd... Alright, we'll yeah, updated the list. Could, what about your top ten beers, Jimbo? Come on, because you've been around the block a bit. You can do your top five, do for top five if that's oh, easier. Top five. I want ranked in order too, like not just five. Okay, so from five, yeah, got to go. Yeah, bit of a tough one, but Fosters. I, I don't really? know why. It's a weird one, but I, I I do enjoy it. And when, as we mentioned in the first episode, going overseas. Oh, you did. Yeah, you, you do drink, drink it a lot of joints. Yeah, but would it be my first option? Obviously, but it's up there. <laughs> Number four, oh, is it probably Cooper's Pale Ale. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you roll before roll. you drink? What's that? Do you roll it before you drink it? 
You know you meant to roll it on Bullshit. its... Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. Just it's got a lot shake. Of... Yeah. I thought you just had to shake it. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, have to be a VB. Yeah. Yeah, got to be a VB. We all, we've all grown up drinking it. For Seeing sure. our old man's drinking it copiously. <laughs> and then oh, number one and two is a split between the northern and the drafts. Yeah. Well, I, I need I need to be a bit more spe- specific. I reckon the best beer you can have is a Carlton draft pot. Yeah. Yeah, after a, a game. Pot, you know what? A pot On of tap. Carlton. Yeah. When, with everything that's been going down, obviously haven't been able to go to the pub or anything lately. So the other day when we went with Jimmy Mack, yeah. getting that first bloody oh, beer first off tap. Yeah. Oh, first yeah. Or as your old man would say, off the wood. Off the wood. <laughs> One off the wood. <laughs> One off the wood. It was, it was a like, game changer. Because like, personally, I can only drink like maybe like four, five, six out of a can or a bottle. I mean, it just, like, it's pretty shit. But like when we have like oh, reverse yeah. raffle <laughs> at the footy club, Oh, yeah. boy, the handle's copper flogging. Four, five, six. Jesus. No, then, then I start getting it, stuck into the Bundy rums. Oh, <laughs> I used to drink I used to drink Bundy back in the day, but... Mate, mum's seems, nectar. Yeah. Seems <laughs> mum's milk. I go a bit nutty on Bundy. See, I want to bash everyone up. Yeah, so. it's fighting juice. <laughs> it does that to some people. Yeah. Bundy rage. Yeah, yeah. Rum rage. So... Do you, what, what's your top five while we're yeah, getting on top? Might as well bang them out. Uh, you can I'll, include spirits because there is one spirit that usually comes out uh, at the... Uh, I'll drink most spirits. The only thing I, uh, I've never ever drunk is scotch whiskey. Mm. Not a scotch man. No, I can't drink scotch at all. But I'll drink anything else as you've probably worked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, old, uh, the old Uzo cops a flogging, doesn't it? Yeah, Uzo. Um, can't stand the, the that. The big jack likes the Uzo. I can't so stand that. Dave, Dave I loves I, the Uzo. I loved it. Your old like man it? doesn't drink anything other than Uzo if he has a spirit. He, or he finishes up with a bloody red wine and then yeah. he, when he helps with that, you know, oh, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. When his teeth start looking like your mum's when she's had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he goes oh, to bed. Another thing to bring up. You bloody gave my mum a bruise. Bruised eye the other week. No, no, she did it herself. <laughs> anyway, if she wants to get smart with me, that's what happens. It is known for Chantal to be very. Um... She went to bed. She very yeah. She, she very... did day drinking and and then oh, we, went to we bed could all early. see it coming a mile away. But... <laughs> you and I sat up till two o'clock. We Jimbo. we we warned her. We... <laughs> but... I think at yeah, two o'clock finish was. Ref- Reflected in your first tee shot oh. the next day. Yeah, I, I, the outfit was the outfit was fire. Yeah, the, it was not well respected on the course. But oh. it, <laughs> how'd your first tee shot go? Oh, woeful. Where'd it go? Left oh, or right? I, I hit it. Did you hit another? Did you just, kill another animal? It just dribbled. <laughs> what about what about mine after a, a ten year hiatus from golf? Oh, so <laughs> the night before, he's saying, oh, "I haven't played in a while." And this, this, that, this, that. You've been going up the golf range for the last ten yeah, weeks, so. and not much. I didn't pair. even have clubs. I was just using these. Not, not much pair in it, but it was fucking beautiful. Dead straight. straight, yeah, straight down there. And I reckon the first nine holes, you were. Yeah, fine, then and then it, once we got the stubbies, I was... Yeah, so after the end of the nine, we bought a couple of stubbies and then, like, the novelty kind of wore off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then old shit cars would have yeah, started yeah. taking it real seriously. No, he was all right. He was okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you hit a fair bit of timber that day, Jimbo. I couldn't say... Uh, the old lumberjack. 
<laughs> he was. They spiked me the night before. They were trying to bring me down. But... Yeah. Like that time you spiked me at the freaking Rack and File Christmas party. So we're yeah. just at the Rack and File Christmas party at the Peacock Hotel. In anyway, we're at the, in the beer garden having a few beers. Just real casual sort of thing. Having a good time. All of a sudden, I'm getting like real drunk, like real quickly. Yeah, I've only had probably about maybe like one or two pints. You didn't, did you, Jimbo? No, this bloke, a couple more points than that. I wasn't going to the bar and get the Jimbo was going because he had the company no, no, card. No, no, no. I'll go, I'll go get the drinks. Don't you worry. Uh, Shots right. of vodka in the pint. <laughs> well, you weren't going to stay around if I didn't get you pissed. <laughs> you stayed around the whole night. That's that's bad, Paul. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Shit, ass Jimbo. I kept you around. It was a great night. That was good. Yeah, and the only other two things I have to say about you on the piss is one, you're known to start a lot of conga lines. Yeah, yeah, that, I did enjoy that <laughs> at. Um, Jimbo's 21st, and uh, one of the things, I was, a couple of things on a serious note, because you asked it, how long I've known you guys, and Jimbo especially, but I've watched him grow up, so I was wrapped when I had the opportunity to see him graduate um, mm. at the Army, that oh, was yeah. awesome, we one went of the great that. days, yeah. Yeah. there's a photo floating around of me and him actually having a Carlton draft yeah, at, after it. at um, the graduation. God, you've changed since then. Um, it was all yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, sir. And that was awesome. <laughs> that just day. Kids, oh, that was unreal. <laughs> and then to be asked to talk at his 21st with, yeah. with, with the great yeah. man, Jacko, over here was awesome. Um, I was wrapped. That made me really proud. But even what made me even prouder was uh, having to sing along with all the young blokes <laughs> from Angarada <laughs> and everything. And then hearing that they all went out to the nightclub and they started saying let's go back and see with that old ball bloke it has been known now whenever because we usually have our piss ups at Jimmy O'Brien's because he's like got a nice entertainment area the speakers yeah. outside and, and we're only one willing to have it mum and dad yeah, yeah. Parents oh Chantal always uh, always gracious oh, I to have us the, there I love the characters that end up in that that oh, entertainment that bloke Ocker from next yeah. door <laughs> he's a character yeah, he is he why does he keep going back to his shed all the oh. time I wonder why yeah I don't know there was one year we were at James's for a grand final and um, one of our mates there he was a Hawthorne supporter so I think that's what eads the yeah. situation a bit but this bloke Ben went up and knocked his beer on top of his beer and frothed it, <laughs> it was, anyway it was no one over. said anything and then Ocker's like come with me oh. took him to the shed <laughs> And we haven't seen him since. So. Uh, and then an hour and a half later, they come back and they're best mates. And all, uh, so I don't know what shit. happened in the shed, but... Yeah. Well, and, and then the other character from over the road with the bloke with the big head. Greg <laughs> Howard. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> pun- How big's his head? <laughs> punching. That's what they call it's massive. It. Yeah, it's a big mouth. Why do they call him Hedo? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't think you bag people out a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I only get one opportunity and then I'll take them all out. (laughs) But Murph, thank you very much. It's been very entertaining. Some awesome stories. Um, And hopefully we're going to get a little... Hopefully we're wanting to get old shit calves Dave O'Brien on. We've we've been trying to convince him. But like... um, I'd love to be a a guest in a... Interview please, in please. that one, just yeah. in the background. We'll get the fire going one night up in yeah. Wangaratta. We'll hide you on the side and then bring you just in halfway yeah. through. Just chirping for pot shots. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, thank I've you very much. stories. I, won't, I was going to... No, I'll save them. For save them. Anyway. Oh, there's a lot that needs to be saved. Because we yeah. have been on a few punters club trips and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've got plenty of mail. Don't Absolutely. worry about that. Oh, we'll save that. 
Nick, thank you. Thanks, Jacko. Jimbo, thanks, thank you. Jimbo. Appreciate Mates it. Appreciate it. And uh, the fat. we'll catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.